Hello, my friends. It's Andy and Andy coming live from Orange County, California. How are you? short a little short how about now ah, perfect how about now there we go that's why <laughs> yes hi everyone we are back from our little vacation yes we didn't tell anybody did we we I just left we did really? we i thought we did mm. no maybe you're right we i think we might have just disappeared <gasps> oh no all of our adoring fans <laughs> yeah i mean do. look at look at all of them coming back <laughs> they're they're clamoring back to the show right oh there we go we got two right off the bat all right, my friends, go to resurrectministry.com where you will find all the broadcasts that we are involved in, and you'll be able to subscribe, and you'll be able to partner with us. Yes. Like. There's a little donate button there if you're interested in helping us defray the cost of production and to work on new projects. We'd be so grateful. Defray. You like that? That was pretty good. my SAT words. <laughs> defray. Is that biblical? Yeah. It might be. Uh, I don't know. One thing I heard in the scripture we're going to read is something that I go, wow, that's used a lot. And now I forget what it is. When you read it, I'll remember what it is. Okay. But you hear it a lot. And I go, wow, that's in the Bible. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. All right. We're reading um, uh, uh, Smith Wigglesworth devotional for June 20th. The title is The Son of God Revealed. And the reference is 1 John 4, 17. It says, love has been perfected among us in this that we may have boldness in the day of judgment, because as he is, so are we in this world. <clears throat> the scripture reading is going to be Hebrews, uh, Hebrews 2. Smith says, you ask, can we see the master? Here, look at him. His word is spirit and life-giving. This is the breath, the word of Jesus. Though the Holy Spirit, through the Holy Spirit, men have written and spoken. Here is the life. Here is the witness. Here is the truth. Here is the Son of God revealed from faith to faith, from heart to heart and vision to vision, until we all come into perfect unity of fellowship into the fullness of Christ. I wish I would have had the Bible to hold up when I was saying that. <laughs> there it is, beloved. Look, now we are children of God. If you are there, we can take a step further. But if you are not there, you may hear but not cross over. There is something about the word of God that benefits the hearer who has faith. But he, if the hearer does not have faith, it will not profit him. Mm -hmm. The future is what you are today, not what you are going to be tomorrow. Wow. That's very, yeah. <laughs> this is the day when God makes the future possible. When God reveals something to you today, tomorrow is filled with a further illumination of God's possibility for you. Do you dare to come into the place of omnipotence, of wonderment? Do you dare to say to God, I am ready for all that you have for me? Yes. It will mean living a pure and holy life. It will mean living a sanctified, separate life. It will mean your heart is so perfect and your prospects are so divinely separated that you say to the world, goodbye. <laughs> the second chapter of Hebrews describes the mighty, glorified position of the children of God. God wants me to announce it to every heart like a great trumpet call. The plan, <laughs> the plan, the plan is to bring you to glory as a child clothed with the power of the gifts, graces, ministries, and operations. 
Are you to be clothed with the majesty of heaven? No, that's not a question. You are to be clothed with the majesty of heaven. That, that's not a question. You are. This is like heaven to me. My very body is filled with thoughts of heaven. Seeing that these things are so, what kind of people should we be? We should be keeping our eyes upon him so that we may be ready for the rapture. Oh, brothers and sisters, what immense pleasure God has for us. There is no limit to the sober-mindedness God is bringing to us so that we may be able to understand all that God has planned for us. Oh, that we may look not, not on the things that are, but with eyes of purity, see only the invisible sun, having our whole bodies illuminated by the power of the Holy Spirit, we grow in grace, in faith, and in Christ's likeness until there is no difference between us and him. Are you prepared to go all the way, Hedia? Are you willing? For... Come on. Are you willing for your heart to have only one attraction? Are you willing to have only one love? Are you willing to, for him to become your perfect bridegroom? The more bride-like we are, the more we love to hear the bridegroom's voice. The less bride-like we are, the less we are long, the less we long for his word. If you cannot rest without it, it, if it becomes your food day and night, if you eat and drink of it, his life will be in you. And when he appears, you will go with him. Help us, Jesus. How many of you are prepared to reveal yourself? That's you. How many of you are, reveal, are prepared to reveal yourself before the king? Are you prepared to yield to his call, yield to his will, yield to his desires? How many are going to say, at all costs, I will go through? Who says so? Who means it? Are you determined? Is your soul on the wing? Make full consecration to God right now. It is between you and God. Are you going now to enter the presence of God? Thought for today. Come clean. Come clean with everything in the presence of God. Comment right now and let us know if you are ready. Wow. That's it's gorgeous. It's gorgeous, but yet, I don't know. It seems so difficult. And he says, he starts with, you want to see Jesus? Look at me. How confident you have to be to be able to say that right out the gate. You want to see Jesus? Look at me. You know, he's he's... And are we prepared to give up everything? Are we prepared to give up the world, say goodbye, have only one love? That means our spouses are just completely secondary to wow. the love of God. You just gave me the, a massive chill. Look at my arms. Oh, look at you. Do you, remember, do you remember my story? About seeing Jesus? About seeing Jesus. But what I did before I saw Jesus. About giving everything up? About giving everything up. What you just said was like that moment and it was almost him saying oh yeah I, i'm gonna appear to you you're gonna see my face look at me yes. wow whoa that is and it's uh and it's a constant because if you think back to that moment that that i mean do you live every day in that same awe you know <sighs> i i get upset because i look back to that initial encounter with the lord and those first couple of weeks, and I was like, God, I wish I was that same way. Mm. I'm deeper, I'm more mature, but I feel like I'm not as, it's not that same kind of childlike passion. 
that I want to get back to? And that, uh, would you give up everything? Would you sacrifice everything for his presence? Would you comment uh, yes. in, the, in the comments or wherever you're watching from, whether it's Facebook, uh, LinkedIn, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, or uh, Rumble? Let us know. Are you, are you ready? I mean, that's, ready? A, that's a tall order. Yes. And when you talk and I'm listening to you and I'm thinking how different my life is now, I, I think in many ways, yes. And then in many ways, no. Because I miss our Monday night group, but yet there's times where I say, gosh, this, this hanging out here is so much more comfortable. <laughs> and I don't have to get in the car. I don't have to drive, right? Oh, right. Our flesh gets in there and goes, no, but here. because we've been on vacation now, which, you know, you, you know, you always have to come back and rest from your vacation. Yes. Vacation is not necessarily always rest, considering we must have, I think we walked maybe 2,000 miles <laughs> over three days. Um, and so there, so I look, so it's so funny because I look at that and say, think, man, I miss our Monday group, man, I miss doing our devotionals. And I did. Uh, I miss uh, reading my book that you you got me, which is fantastic. I love reading that book. And there's some uh, it, some things uh, in today's devotional that reminded me of what I've been reading. Um, and that uh, part of that is giving things up that you like doing. The, on the surface, they're legal. That's yeah. one of the things I'm reading right now. There's things that are legal, legal not only in the law, but legal essentially. Just, God, it's legal, yeah. but you need that you know you don't do that either. Um, wow, this is really even, it's even more of a call, more of a, more oh, of a, okay. oh, a, a response. Way, this isn't like, okay, stop being a fornicator. This is. Oh, nope. Thank you. Wow, thank thanks, you, Jan. Jan. My mic was <laughs> off. Whoops. Sorry, we did a couple uh, solo shows and sometimes we turn off that other mic. Yes. So, but it's so true because we. Are you prepared to be holy? And so as you step into holiness, you realize holiness is just not, I'm not a fornicator and a drunk. Mm. You, you, you walk into the next level and the next level is, are all my thoughts about Jesus? Am I yearning for Jesus? Am I, am I operating in his gifts? Am I performing in the way in which he's calling me to? It's a higher and higher level of holiness. It's mm. just not, okay, I got out of the, the sinner's pool, right? You know, and it's 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 a lofty call. It's intense, mm -hmm. and especially when you think of the sacrifices you have to make. And let's be let's be honest, we have a pretty um, a very blessed life, and so we have no idea what sacrifices he could possibly call us to. And and we'd still say, absolutely, Lord, here I am. Yeah. So it's a yeah, I, I want to read um, the uh, Hebrews. Hebrews, and then there's something that's coming to mind that, I, but I think it's best after we read Hebrews to go through it. And I'm going to leave. I'm going to leave for a second while you're reading because I want to go get the, the book. Okay, go ahead. So Hebrews two. Hebrews two. So we must listen very carefully to the truth we have heard, or we may drift away from it. Oh, such good words. For the message God delivered through angels has always stood firm, and every violation of the law and every act of disobedience was punished. So what makes us think that we can escape if we ignore this great salvation that was first announced by the Lord Jesus Himself and then delivered to us by those who heard Him speak? And God confirmed the message by giving signs and wonders and various miracles 
and gifts of the Holy Spirit whenever he chose. And furthermore, it is not angels who will control the future world we are talking about. For one place, the scriptures say, what are mere mortals that you should think on them or the son of man that you should care for him? Yet for a little while, you made them a little lower than the angels and crowned them with glory and honor. You gave them authority over all things. Now, when it says all things, it means nothing is left out. But we have not yet seen all things put under their authority. What we do see is Jesus, who for a little while, which was given a position a little lower than the angels, and because he suffered death for us, he is now crowned with the glory and honor. Yes, by God's grace, Jesus tasted death for everyone. God, for whom and through whom everything was made, chose to bring many children into glory. And it was only right that he should make Jesus, through his suffering, a perfect leader, fit to bring them into salvation. So now Jesus and the ones he makes holy have the same father. That is why Jesus is not ashamed to call them brothers and sisters. For he said to God, I will proclaim your name to my brothers and sisters. I will praise you among your assembled people. He also said, I will put my trust in him. That is I and the children God has given me because God's children are human beings made of flesh and blood. The son also became flesh and blood for only as a human being could he die. And only by dying could he break the power of the devil who had the power of death. Only in this way could he set free all those who lived their lives as slaves to the fear of dying. We also know that the son did not come to help angels. He came to help the descendants of Abraham. Therefore, it was necessary for him to be made like us in every respect, his brothers and sisters, so that he could be our merciful and faithful high priest before God. Then he could offer a sacrifice that would take away the sins of people. Since he himself had gone through suffering and testing, he is able to help us when we are being tested. And I was telling Andy, this reminds me of the perfect scripture to tell somebody why did God come wrapped in flesh, whether it's a Muslim or anybody else who doesn't believe that uh, the, in the Trinity or that God, uh, that Jesus was God incarnate. This is the way Apostle Paul, inspired by the Holy Spirit, which is why God inspired him to tell it to us in this way. Mm-hmm. Give us an explanation. And I love that Smith says, for us, the Bible comes to life. It is life-giving. But to others, it just makes no sense. Right. You just read it and you're just kind of like, what? Wow. Let's just go through the, re- the rest of the scripture. Sure. We'll come back. Romans 1 or yeah. one seventeen. For it is in the righteousness of God, for in it, the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, the just shall live by faith. And 1 John 3, 2, beloved, now we are children of God and it has not yet been revealed what we shall be, But we know that when he is revealed, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. What a great promise. 2 Peter 3.11. Therefore, since all these things will be dissolved, what manner of persons ought you to be in holy conduct and godliness? And that's that call to godliness, to holiness. Because if you are in his presence and he is in you, you are a manifestation of him and that entails so much holiness right and if we were to take a, a couple things from today where we were watching uh news the news today and they were talking about how f- how few people believe in god today 
Yes. And you, you look at what what Smith Wigglesworth is saying that you need to do, and what the Bible clearly is saying that we need to do is that you we need to get rid of our desires, these unholy desires, and and shed them from our lives. And when you have an increased an increase in you know messaging from social media, from commercials, from movies that that it, it makes it sound and and uh, makes it more desirous because you that we're bombarded with it. Yeah. And oh, we meaning look, the uh, the sinning life is more yes. desirable. Uh, and especially with kids and the the peer pressure and that kind of stuff is that I mean it's uh, it's it's interesting that those are going coinciding the 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 rise of of debauchery <laughs> debaucher debauchery messaging i don't know how else to put that yes. the messaging messaging of debauchery and like hey come look at us look at what we're doing we hardly have any hardly have any clothes on and we're 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 running around all these places and join us it's fun it's fun <laughs> It's great. <laughs> Cheat still. Do whatever you can to be here. And then and then uh, now you have this other side of things in regard to drugs. Hey, try these drugs. And you, you were hearing about Snapchat being used to uh, push narcotics on our children and you know, live this life and have fun doing this kinds of things. And it's just it's it just it definitely is the devil at work. Absolutely. Putting it more uh, more there. The, the part I wanted to read and, I'm, and hopefully it'll kind of I'm just going to keep it pretty short here really quick. But uh it's actually on this page, but I like that title desensitization. Yes. He's talking about David a lot here, but it says here in this one paragraph, sensuality is easily the biggest obstacle to godliness among men today. And it is wreaking havoc in the church. Godliness and sensuality are mutually exclusive. <laughs> and, and those in the grasp of sensuality can never rise to godliness while in its sweaty grip. <laughs> if we are to discipline ourselves for the purposes of godliness, which is from 1 Timothy 4, we must begin with a discipline of purity. There has to be some holy heart, some holy sweat. And, I, you know, it's so true because it goes back to my original point of you move past a, I'm not a fornicator and a drunk, and you get to a point where you're like, I can't see certain images, you know, like, for example, it's um, on social media. Uh, people make fun of me because or, you know, they're like, oh, well, how do you evangelize that way? And I I don't have anybody on my feed for the most part. That's not a Christian. I, usually there's some kind of conservative otherwise that that um, friended me. But I don't want to see images pop up on my screen. And so it's like, it's literally an everyday struggle to keep the eyes pure because mm -hmm. the eyes are the window to the soul, you know? Mm -hmm. And if we don't practice, it's, it's a constant effort to practice holiness. Even like when I'm in the gym, you know, and there's somebody that, you know, with a small t-shirt on or something, I, I like, I avoid the gaze because I'm trying to keep the purity of my eyes. And I notice a difference. Mm -hmm. I notice a difference when I practice that. And it's just a... It's a constant struggle for us because, and it's not, uh, you know, because the Jesus said you sin when you lust after somebody, even in your heart, you don't have to even take a step towards engaging 
right. but it's even the lust of the heart. But I find that the more I protect my gaze, um, the more, the closer I feel to the Lord when I am going through questions in my mind or asking um, for something or wanting guidance, I hear him more clearly. It's a, it's just, it's this pursuit of purity, right? Basically, which is not easy. So the book really quick is called this disciplines of a godly man. It's by R Kent Hughes. It was uh, recommended Jack's book of the month, Jack's book of the month. And my amazing wife ordered it right away and it got delivered and says, Andy, you, you need to read this. No, <laughs> it was the father's day gift. It Jack was. told us to buy. I uh, know. I'm just kidding you, but it's really good. It's really, really good. You should buy it for your men uh, in your life and men, you should buy it just for yourself. Um, just, uh, I, I know we're running a little bit short on time, but um, I like how he uses the word sensuality. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's not just, it's, it's, it's because it's, if you use pornography, you know, people can stop I don't watch watching porn. You can stop watching porn, <laughs> yeah. right? But it's the sensuality. Sensuality can mean a, a number of different things and still be what, what he's calling us not to do, not to, I mean, sensual. I mean, we saw a bunch of cars that were so cool. I mean, there was, it could even go that far in some ways oh, where you're lusting over the, yeah. the need of a I car, the want of a car. Gone. Because yeah. it leads to these other thoughts, right? Yeah. The car, you're like, oh, I need to work more. Oh, what can I do to make that kind of money? Yeah. Oh, I would really like these kind of things. Absolutely. It's the yeah. it's the pride of life. It's the lust of the eyes. What are the three things that it was it? Uh, uh, the, the lust of the eyes, lust of the flesh, and pride of life. Those are the three sins. Those are the three roots of all, all sins. Sin, of in, all sin. In humanity. Yeah, for sure. The, um, the, the, the pushback i get um in the uh, car about music and things like that is 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 from this these things that i've been learning i mean i get it from the kids all the time like can we do no i said i i and they and then they always go to well you but i go okay listen i'm trying to th this is a lesson for all of us i'm not saying yes. it's just for you we need to listen to things that are more glorifying of god and maybe a little bit more fun about family life and things like that. And, and I think that's a good point to make to them. Yeah. Well, we're all doing this. Yes. Yeah. I'm not, a. I, I, I don't, I, we don't want to come off as hypocritical right. and say, we're doing it for all of us, not just for you. Yeah. Yeah. Great point. But yeah. So I think it's so important because this is, I think it's here, it's music, you know, um, you know, social media posts to, uh, you know, the things we watch on television and, and what have you. And, and what I like what you said about, you know, just it, it I got to just guard my eyes. Just got to like say no, yes. move on. So good. And um, I love the, the example of the car because I could, I totally see the same thing because I, it's not just lust of the flesh. It's just the lust of eye of the eyes that leads also to the pride of life is I want these things. I envy this person or that thing or, and it just creates this dynamic mm. that just distances you from God. That's not how you say goodbye to the world. Yeah. And when I got my convertible BMW back in the day, it was, it was, I love the car, but it was to get chicks. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. I mean, why does it, why does every 65 year old man get a Ferrari that has the money, you know, to get chicks. And even if they're married, it's to have chicks look at you. Yeah. And again, it makes you feel good. Yeah. It, it, it feeds into your ego. Exactly. The pride. Right. I want to get to Kate Mary's uh, uh, comment here. I think it's awesome. Um, she says, Thank you for praying for David. He felt God's presence from the ambulance through surgery and he healed super fast. Praise wow. God. Oh, awesome. I love that. Jan's going to be happy to hear that too. Jan was one of the 
uh, sisters that was asking Kate. So thank you for letting us know that. We're so, so happy to hear it. And for all of you that are returning, and we, we get a little bit higher numbers than uh, normal watching right now, but uh, appreciate your your patience. I'm sure some somebody thought, like, what the heck happened? Um, we have to be better at that when we know a vacation is coming. Whoops. We thought we, we had. The, va the vacation was so surprising, <laughs> you know, because we haven't been on vacation. So that was just maybe yeah. us for a loop. We had good intentions as old folks that we would be home early yes. and then we'd be able to do a Facebook live. But who knew that when, uh, like, for instance, yesterday we made reservations for uh, Foca de Chao. Uh, uh, Hedia did for my father's day surprise dinner. And made reservations. You think when you make reservations, you walk in, you head to Miramati, come with me. And they take you to the, the oh, busting no. house. And they go, uh, it's going to be an hour wait. And you go, with reservations, it's an hour wait. <laughs> and sure enough, it was uh, it was an hour wait. They were pretty close to being right on target. Yes. Yes. And I got to say about this vacation, folks, I'm, it wasn't, I, it's not, it's definitely not something I'm used to. And I made a conscious decision that, that I was going to try to do um activities that i wanted to do activities with you and it was different than i'd ever experienced it was awesome and that's why andy oh. says we did yeah because we did a lot of walking i i i didn't take my own child to an amusement park <laughs> <laughs> let me just be frank i didn't take my own child to an amusement park and i went to an amusement park with, with you. your child with your yeah. older child yes <laughs> With my one child, I didn't go to an amusement park. I made somebody else take her. I, I'd find anybody. I literally paid people to take her to an amusement park because I refused. <laughs> and then we walked around museums, also something I have never done. I love museums. Yeah. And it was great. And it was an entirely alcohol-free weekend. Yeah. And that, I mean, to be honest, isn't, wasn't easy either because it's everywhere. It's everywhere. It was in the museum. It's in SeaWorld. It's, I mean, everywhere you go, there is, and you start to notice it, that there is this push towards alcohol. Even, I mean, in an amusement park, I don't remember 20 years ago seeing like a beer or a whiskey stand every like five feet. At SeaWorld. We were at, at SeaWorld. Sea yep. At SeaWorld, you know, and it's just a, it's a constant effort to maintain a certain level of purity and holiness. Mm -hmm. Well, their big sponsor at SeaWorld is Bush. Yeah, uh, so that Budweiser. explains it. Yeah. That explains it. <laughs> yeah. Every, around every corner is a beer stand. Yeah. It was yeah. nuts. Uh, it was nuts. And I was wondering, like, are these guys carding? I doubt it. So there's a <laughs> bunch of 18-year-olds walking around with ginormous beers. And I'm thinking it's hot. And eventually, the, somebody's going to get in a fight. Now, now you know why there's so many fights now in amusement parks, too. Be right on the back of Shamu. When they don't do that anymore. Right. Jan is happy. Uh, such wonderful news for Kate Mary. Yeah, that's awesome. Yes. That's such good news. Um, yeah, and we so, had yeah. some divine appointments on this trip, too. Oh, my too. gosh, yes. Uh, as some of you may know that follow us on Facebook, uh, we got to meet this Muslim uh, convert to Christ. And he had this big booth. It was awesome. He was, I love it, because he doesn't know much, he says, about the gospel. But he just wanted to... Uh, preach and he just wanted to share the gospel so he has all these bible tracts and all these little pamphlets that he gives out and uh up the street were two or three more uh, more mature christians yeah got uh, people that have been in the faith for a very long time also preaching the word and it was so sweet to see them uh doing this we had to have we had a couple of cool conversations with them yep 
he interviewed you for his podcast? Yes. Bible yeah. or Quran is the name of his YouTube channel. We got to look it up and see the interview yeah. too. <laughs> That'd be good. I want to know how that sound works out. Yeah. Yeah, quite the little setup that he put up he there. He did. He suddenly chicken a, a yeah. camera and some mics on the side. It was awesome. <laughs> I loved it. And he talks so soft. I'm, that's why I really want to see it because I can barely hear him. Yeah, we're going to look it up. That'd be good. Um, and I liked how he was so interested in what you had. He just let you go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was waiting for like a some kind of response. And he's like, no, you just you do your thing, sister. You do you. And then we had a man while we were doing that walk up who was an atheist and yes. uh, took you to task on. He did. On, uh, on your belief system. Yes. And we went to the house of Iran and he was a Zoroastrian, the gentleman. And so he uh, he found an opening and a, a kindness amongst uh, me and Andy. And he was just telling us about all his friends. And Andy asked about his symbol. And I thought to myself, oh, here we go. As <laughs> soon as Andy asked about the symbol, I knew it was on. And so because he was wearing the um, bird of the Zoroastrian faith, which are fire worshipers, the original one of the original pagan religions of Iran before the Muslims oh, wow. conquered it. Yes. Very, very old, ancient religion. And so as soon as he said that, and then he just went on and on. And I just said, there is no way I'm walking away without talking about Jesus. Now that this man went on and on about 15 minutes about worshiping fire. I was just like, well, have you ever met Jesus? And he's like, Jesus, are you going to give me money? You know, they, they give me money. I worship. And I was like, no, I'm not talking about money. I'm talking about Jesus. God. Well, if you pay me, <laughs> if you pay me, he kept saying, if you pay me, yeah. but I'm telling you the, the niceties ended rather quickly yeah. after <laughs> after jesus the... stepped in yeah <laughs> after i asked about the symbol oh mean... he was really happy to go on about that but once jesus stepped into uh, the room yeah. he wasn't interested in having it he, but he chased us out the door yeah he did he kept trying to get some money out of us to yeah to... I, I gave him 20 bucks that uh, symbol looks very similar and the reason i asked it, it reminds me of a there's a nazi uh, eagle yeah well, and there was, I don't know if there's any link in the origins because, you know, Hitler was friends with um, some of the rulers in Iran and there was this synergy because they were Nordics, oh. um, Aryan. And so I don't know if it originates from an Aryan symbol, oh, uh, but it is one of the symbol. It is the official symbol of Zoroastrian, of the Zoroastrian faith. Zoroastrian. 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 Never heard of it. Yeah. Unless you have some connection to Iran, you would never hear of it. <laughs> you know, since I met you, I've not realized how many uh, Iranians are, are around me. Right? Yeah, um, we run into them all the time. Yep. It's again like that thing when you buy a like you buy a like about an ex. We got an expedition, and so now all I see are expeditions on the road. Like <laughs> yes, everybody yeah. owns an expedition. Now you're you got a Persian blended family, and all you see is Persians. <laughs> I see Persians everywhere. We see that. Fitness grill. Who knew Fitness Grill was owned by a Persian? Yes. Jan, Did you know that, Jan? <laughs> a, a, a fitness uh, Grill is owned by a Persian. That was a very interesting conversation. Yeah. Oh, he, we're rambling now. Yes. Well, no, because <laughs> well, because we also talked about Jesus with him. Oh, he yes, kind of he kind of shot us down a little bit, but uh, he was a little more engaging, a little more polite about it. Yeah. Because he professed faith, but. And uh, the other divine appointment we had is we were at uh, at when we were at dinner. And the young waiter, we asked him about his life a little bit. And he told us that he wanted to open a taqueria because we're like, this is a really difficult job. Like, how you doing? And he's like, wow, this is I've never been at a job this intense. And so he explained he wanted to open his own taco shop. So he wanted to get some experience. And um, I just felt the inkling from the Lord from the Lord to ask him to pray for him. And he's like, yes, please do. So we got to pray over him, too. And 
very thankful. Thanked us a couple times as he walked by. Yeah. He was the guy with the meat at Fuga de Chao cutting the meat off. Yeah. Um, and then we had our couple at the museum that we sat next at to. At the museum. Yes. Because we had our Jesus symbols on. Yes. That's... Wear your hats and your shirts. Yes. That's what prompted the conversation. Yeah, for sure. And now tonight we have our life group we're going to. So we'll report on um, what happens at our life group. Yes. Tomorrow. We'll be back tomorrow. We're not going to leave you again for another four days. I know everybody <laughs> oh, missed us so much. <laughs> and please pray for me that this article I'm writing, which is a little complex, will come out okay. I'm going to talk about the new parent the alliance board that this administration oh. has started and um, some of the problems with it. They can't just they can't come up with something that really means what it says. Well, it does. I mean, and to be fair, it represents one side of the issue. And that's right. the problem that the country is deeply divided. And this is not the time to be imposing something that is only representative. So basically, you're institutionalizing the fact that one side wins. And that's not healing. That's not restorative to the country. And even Obama, I'm going to give the example in the Homeland Security Advisory Council, always had bipartisan efforts because for a report to be legitimized, it had to be bipartisan. And um, Biden's just not interested. This administration is just not interested in doing that. So they create a council that's going to come out with recommendations that slams everything that Christian families are about, whether it's two parent households, the oversexualization of our children the psycho gender um, agenda, they're going to represent the exact opposite viewpoints. And, and that's unfortunate because it's just going to, it's going to infuriate the other side even more, our side even more because it is so lopsided and it's just well, irresponsible. We're, we're going to save the government a lot of money. The, the middle uh, of America will not have one public school left. Yeah. <laughs> You know, L.A., New York, they'll have public schools. But in the middle, they say, screw that. The heck with that. Sorry. We're going to uh, homeschool or we're going to go to Catholic schools or. Hopefully Christian they'll schools. implement new laws for charter schools. Charter schools. Yep. Create new charter schools. But... All right. What do the people need to remember to download to their phone, Hedia? We are part of the Edify Christian Podcast Network. So we encourage you to please check it out and uh, subscribe. It's edifi.com. A-P-P, E-D-I-F-I dot app. Go there. Find us first, subscribe, and then you can look at the other ones. Yes. We'll give you permission to do that. Thank you. All right, my friends. We love you guys. God bless. God bless you. Nice being back home with you guys. Take Bye. care. Bye.